Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, up. everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. Unnecessary and appropriate back. Clash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. I told you, I can't build you a candy house. It'll fall apart. The sun will melt the candy. It won't work. On the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Well, 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 if it isn't the ghost of Christmas ass. My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, I don't want to be rude, but may I have a drink? I had three or four before I got here, but they're beginning to wear off, and you know how it is. Welcome to Plotty Time. So this week... End of the year rundown, we're doing something a little bit special for everybody, and by special we mean we do it once a year at the end of the year because we don't want to research another game, but we want to give you guys new content. Oh. It's all about that. <laughs> new guys. content where we talk about games we talked about all year. Because <laughs> we care. <laughs> yeah, so this episode we're going to talk about our personal top five games that we played this year. Uh, this is not the top five that we reviewed. We are going to get to that next week. This is strictly personal games we played. We discussed briefly in the intro part. If you've been skipping by all that, check this out. They could be 10 years old. They could be... But- just oh, games we played. To us. Yeah. It's when we played them. It's not when they came out for the year. So these aren't our top five games of 2022. It's the top five we played in 2022. I mean, as soon as we start making more money on this, we can start playing the games of 2022. I know. Yeah, absolutely. I'd have more than 12 games to choose from. <laughs> I can't believe you had that many. I'm shocked it was double digits. <laughs> for real. Let me check. I got the thing in front of me how many games I played this year. I think there was one or two. Well, contraptions counts. So oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I spent 20 minutes on I played 129 games this year. You make me sick. <laughs> I played 72. Well, see, I was going for cheap-ass Platinums, and you Obviously. had 72 without the cheap-ass Platinums. Yes. So you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait until he gets to his number five, the uh, jumping hot dog. I was going to say, that's what <laughs> Papa Scotch's top four are going to be, jumping hot dog, jumping falafel. I was considering just doing those kinds of games for my top five. <laughs> would have been awesome. And just doing a the bit fastest. about that, but... Fastest. You yeah. should have a list of your fastest platinums. Oh, they're gonna they're all those games. They're gonna be under like a minute for sure. I know. They're, it's gonna be a close one. <laughs> anyway, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna start at number five for each person. We're gonna go through number five, then we're just gonna start counting down, kinda like a top five countdown. Do you wanna do our worst games we played first? Ooh. I was gonna save those as a little break between two and one. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Cut this part out then. Nope. <laughs> nope, we're keeping it. And we also probably mentioned uh, honorable mentions at the list if anybody's got any. I've got a couple. Man. But if no. you guys don't, that's fine too. Mm. I actually kept track of mine all year. I did not. But, so I didn't keep track of honorable mentions. I got a couple. Yeah, I can throw some honorable mention or two. All right. So now the people are dying to hear. <laughs> let's start our top five countdown. And uh, let's start with, I feel like last year we started with Chomp Slap. Let's start with Chomp Slap. Let's do it, man. What was your number five game of this year? Coming in at number five. Number five. Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to do that voice for everybody, right? No, because I don't know what yours are. (laughs) Okay. All right, fine. Yeah, I I really liked Miles Morales. What'd you like about it? I don't know. It was a fun game. The controls were amazing. The boosting around the city, just having a good time, stopping and do whatever the hell you wanted. You could do like little crime things. You could do side missions. You could do tests. 
I don't know. It was just a all around good game, good fun time. And I mean, I could give a lot a shit about Marvel or anything, but I don't know. No. I'm right there with you because I really liked the two things I liked about it was it was kind of the same thing about the first Spider-Man game. Um, the one was it wasn't too short, like it wasn't too long. No, like you no. had things you could do in the game, but you weren't going to like finish the campaign and still have like 60 hours of shit to do. Right, right. It's like go through this other stuff if you want or stop playing, whatever. Yeah, I mean, the story was okay. I mean. It was, yeah, it was good. I liked it, and I liked how uh, the 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 flying around the city, just getting from one part to another in an open world game, is so important, and no one acts like it's important. Yeah. But this game, this game really nailed it. Like this, uh, games like the Saints Row Three, where you could just basically be a superhero and fly. Yeah, Infamous. Infamous like nailed that? it. Yeah, where it's actually fun to get around. Yeah, it was a good time. Like you didn't feel like fast traveling all the time. You're like, oh, I'll just fly through. Maybe I'll. Yeah, it only takes a minute to get there anyway. Yeah, running to someone to beat up, you and know. It, and it always seems so much longer watching a loading screen. Right? It, it really does. does. Yeah. But it may take you like nine minutes to get to another location, but you're like, that was fun. I got to do some crazy swinging shit. I beat up some dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the loading screen, you're like, man, this is taking forever. <laughs> you're like, what the hell is this? I could heat up a Hot Pocket in this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, excellent game. Excellent Fucking choice. Great game, yeah. So then let's go ahead. Dr. Scientist, you're up. What's your number five game? My number five is uh, a game you both know well. The Council? Oh, that one. With, yeah, absolutely. With uh, what's his name? and The isometric walking sim. No, neither of those <laughs> things. Damn. The, the Metroidvania. It was a point and click thing. Scroller. Sort of. Uh-oh. But you could walk around. Yeah, you play as a guy and you're a member of like this secret mystical organization a council no oh and uh (laughs) okay your mom's in the same thing you are and she goes to this island disappears so you go to the island to find her and that's where the council is meeting and they're like kind of an illuminati organization and they want you to be part of it because your mom was part of it and she's gone now and then you try and you spend your time trying to figure out what happened to your mother and then things get really weird and take a nice twist halfway through it was good it was a good game i enjoyed it hmm was this gameplay-wise or story-wise? Did you enjoy it but more? The story. The story is what really stood out for you? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. It sounds like a cool story-driven game. Yeah, because you, it's set in the late 1700s, and you meet Napoleon and George Washington. They're part of the Illuminati Council. Ooh, that's, that's interesting. And uh, you're discussing the Louisiana Purchase. Like you're, you're setting the person who's in charge of the whole Illuminati is doing this for some reason. They make America seem stronger and stuff and because it has his plans for the future. Oh, that sounds really neat, actually. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> How long of a game was it? Uh, like just uh, hours-wise, curious. 15 to 20. Oh, that's... Okay. You bang that shit out. I need to get into more games that I can finish in like 10 hours or 20 hours. Yeah, yeah. 15 minutes. For real. 70-hour <laughs> fucking epics. But yeah, it was good. It was a nice, interesting story. I enjoyed the whole thing. Recommend okay. it. Play the council. Recommended. The council. I'm going to write that down. Anyway, so my number five game, uh, one that I wasn't expecting to play this year, one that I didn't expect to like this much. Chell. One. <laughs> <laughs> what? Now, Chell did not make the list this year, guys. Oh. But a game I ended up enjoying. It was a game where I knew what I was, ex- I had expectations and they got met perfectly. And that was Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Oh, all right. Uh, it's coming at number five. If you like Borderlands and you're in the mo- in the mood for more Borderlands, 
man, this will give you all the Borderlands goodness you want. Uh, it had some different things from the other games, like the overworld board that you could walk around and go into different sections. You could also fast travel to basically any point in the entire game, any fast travel station anywhere. Right. So any checkpoint, really. So you could just much more easily get around. It was kind of like, like Mario 3 boards. Yeah. It was kind of like that. It, they call it the overworld and you're walking around, but it's like a, a video game, like not a video game, like a board game, D&D. I guess D&D doesn't have a board. You get what I'm saying. It's like a yeah, big it elaborate could, it could. board game map. It could. It could be dungeons and stuff. But uh, the guns were fun. They were old. They were like crossbows and shit, but they were still fun. The elemental stuff was fun. Uh, if you like Borderlands and you want to play more of it, check it out because that's what you're going to get. Fucking mm. right, man. I can't... Borderlands out, don't get into it. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm away from Borderlands long enough, but I did just play the other Tiny Tina. This yeah, that's year. the thing. Like it had been at least a year and a half since I did anything with Borderlands. Maybe even two years. Yeah. I was just I played through the three the campaign, and I don't even know if I played any of the DLCs. But this was good. It was a nice, refreshing Borderlands experience. But I mean, the formula is what it is, guys. Like they're the core stuff isn't changing. Yeah, and it had comedy to it, right? It's like all Borderlands. Oh, yeah, it was definitely the Borderlands comedy style. Plus, I was really surprised that the main characters who were playing the game was Tiny Tina, who's voiced by Ashley Birch, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then you've got uh, the robot who was voiced by Wanda Sykes. And then the other guy playing the game who's like the gallant knight who was Andy Samberg. So I wasn't expecting all of them to be like chiming in. Uh, that's pretty fun, though. But it was fun. So check it out if that's your jam. Good shit comes in at number five. <laughs> And we're not doing a snake draft, so we're right back to Chump Slap. Number four. Yeah, he'd go first this time. Oh. Yeah, back to front like a snake. So oh, what is your number four game of the year, Sir Chump Slap? Well, coming in at a hard fought number four, Horizon Forbidden West. Man, I don't know any other games you played this year. You'll be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I know one for sure, but what'd you like about Horizon Forbidden West? Did you <laughs> did you play that this year, Papa Scotch, or was that last year? I sure did, and maybe it's going to be on my list later. It's on my list later. I'll okay. just say it's on my list later. Yeah. But I want Chump Slap to talk about it. What would you like? What did I like about it? Almost the same things as Spider-Man. It was easy getting around. Uh, it was fun. There was plenty of shit to do. I still didn't finish it like completely. I finished the story and all that, but it was a good time. Yeah, it might have got a little stale at the end doing the same thing over and over again. And there's so many weapons that I didn't even use. Like, I could play it again and just try to use a different weapon type. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and, like, your whole fighting strategy would be completely different. Yeah. I and, could. like, the armor you would want would be completely different because it protects against different things. Exactly. Like, I never even used a spike tosser or any of that shit. Oh, I use that shit all the time. I used, <laughs> I used hunter's bows the whole time. It was just hunter's bows. I used a lot of hunter bows and... What was the other one? The the smaller bow. Wait, uh, the I'm, warrior I might be getting bow. my bows. Warrior the warrior bow. bow. I used that and the hunter bow yeah. and the throwy throwy spiky spike. Yeah, I didn't use the spike. I didn't use the trap setter or none of that shit. So, I mean, the game's up there. It's fucking good time. Story, I mean, whatever. It's try to save the world. That's how all games are like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's a good game. There was variety of enemies. It was pretty good. I mean, they were all fucking just monster dinosaur or robot dinosaurs, but... Which are still pretty badass. Yeah, they were still fucking fun. It was, it looked beautiful. The scenery, everything was just really good. Good, memorable characters. Yeah, it's just all around good, 
triple A time. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, huge map to explore. Yeah, like it doesn't feel that way in the beginning, and then you're like, oh, you can zoom out on this map. <laughs> yeah, and then like it, it in I don't know if anybody out there if you played these Horizon games. Uh, it's a very common thing where, you know, you look at the map, but unless you've been there, it's it's all clouded out and you have no reference Yeah. to check it out. But I remember the first time I got through like the opening section and then you basically get to your new command center and it opens up the whole rest of the map, the west. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, because the map was like 10 times larger than the area I was in. Yeah, the beginning area, you're like, okay, this is a pretty nice map, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is a pretty nice map. It's going to get bigger, obviously. Like, if this was the only map, I'd be mad, but. Yeah, and you're pretty zoomed in, and then once it opens up, you're like, oh, wow, it can zoom out, and there's, like, an entire world there. It's a massive world, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, I'm sure there's parts I didn't even fucking check out on the map. I probably have clouds all over it, but, yeah, damn good game, man. I might put it back in one of these days. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Uh, here, there's new DLC coming out soon too. So I know, so that might be a reason to go in and finish up some shit and play that. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah, man! Fuck yeah, dog! Fucking a, man! That's a number four. That's at number four. How about uh, you, there, Doctor Scientist? What's your number four? Hmm. Another game you'll remember pretty well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy. Now this was isometric. No. Fuck. This is a walking sim point. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, none of the games... A point-click walking sim isometric. (laughs) None of the games are isometric or walking sims. What the fuck? (laughs) That's not the scientists I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was a game from Quantic Dream. It's kind of... What was it called? uh, Indigo Prophecy. It's an older game, right? Yeah, 2005. It got released. Okay. I remember hearing about it, but I didn't know much about it. Yeah, gameplay was hard, but the story was good. You start out as a this guy, and you're in a bathroom, and you're being controlled by someone else to kill somebody, <laughs> and you can't mm-hmm. stop yourself from doing it. Okay. And then well. you, you kill this guy in the bathroom, whatever. And uh, then you got to try and like hide, and then you play as that guy, and then you play as the two cops who are trying to solve the murder. You like jump between them. Okay. And then it goes on, and you eventually like the cops. Well, at some point, will catch up to him. And then the story takes this crazy turn. I didn't see coming when I was playing it. Mm-hmm. And all in all, it's a good game. We'll probably do it one of these years. Did you play the remake? The PlayStation 4 the, one? Yeah, because apparently it was a PS2 game at first. Yeah. Interesting. So it held up since the PS2 era? I mean, gameplay-wise, it didn't. But <laughs> oh, okay. The, but the story is fucking the amazing. QTEs are unintuitive and weird, but the story I liked a lot. Oh, all right. And the characters were good, all of them. Okay, cool. you think it's uh, worth revisiting for the modern gamer? Mm, probably. Oh, it's okay. it's for sale right now on Steam for two fifty. So that's a little high. I'd pick it up for two fifty, <laughs> even if I never played it. I mean, I probably bought it on sale from one of these things on PlayStation. So yeah, yeah, Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy. It's a great game. Precursor to Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human mm. and Beyond Two Souls, all those games. Uh, games I don't like. I never played Detroit or Beyond Two Souls, but I did like, uh, what was the one? Heavy Rain. There it is. I couldn't think of it. You just said it. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> wow. I played Detroit Almost Human or whatever. Mm-hmm. and I, I got like, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 minutes in and I was like, I can't do this. This isn't fun for me. I don't like just answering questions and picking choices like it, it's like a fucking choose your own adventure novel yeah 
I don't mind those type of games once in a while. I mean, it wouldn't want to be something I exclusively play. Yeah, that's fair. But like Until Dawn is pretty similar. Yeah. And the Quarry, which I talked about last week, mm-hmm. I'm playing. Yeah, they're through. similar in that way. But also those games, like they're not 60 hours. They're like 10 to 15. So yeah, it's the like, stories are actually really good. <laughs> yeah. And just like it's fun to see your decisions and what they amount to. Yeah, that's cool, though. Might have to check that one out for 250, though. Absolutely. Fahrenheit. 2005. Is it called Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy? Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. It's, you can just call it Indigo Prophecy. Yeah, Indigo Prophecy Remastered or whatever. Oh, it's known as Indigo Prophecy in North America. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Well, Fahrenheit's the remaster that came out in 2015. It's like the thing with uh, Resident Evil versus Biohazard. Yeah. It's the same game. They just call it something completely different. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, all right, so it's time for my number four. Ooh. Ooh, let's hear this. Chell? I'm excited. Chell does not make any of my lists because <laughs> the game was fine and it just didn't innovate enough it's more in like previous a years. Habit. <laughs> yeah, it's more like a thing you just do. Like when you get your car registration, you just yeah, buy it. Exactly. My number four, a game that I did talk about in this podcast. I really enjoyed. I thought it was a great name, a great way to bring the old school feel to the new school side scroller beat em ups. And I am taking Shredder's Revenge with number Ooh. four. Did not see that one coming in. Nice. It was really good. It was... I was obsessed when I was a kid with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. Right. So this one had... It was basically like a modern remake of that game. It was like, I want you to remake that game, but don't change it at all. And people were like, what? And like, just fucking do it. Like, okay. And they just remade that with all the same like enemies that come up and fight with like some other modes and stuff and some other stages. But... But they added, like, combos and shit, too, right? Yeah, all kinds of combos and stuff yeah, that you can throw awesome. at people. So it it's a re- I thought it was a really good side-scroller beat-em-up. My only problem with games like that, though, is I usually get bored very fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I also did with this one, but I beat it with a couple characters. Uh, kind of stopped playing it just because you could level up each character from 1 to 10, and you would unlock new moves and abilities, and basically at level 10, they're their strongest with everything unlocked and right. increased health, all that stuff. So the board, the top-down view was exactly like Super Mario 3, where you're driving the turtle van around the city, Yeah, and yeah. once you beat it, you can pop into wherever you want, but if you try to go into the, the higher levels with a one character, you get your ass kicked. So it's just a bunch of tedium grinding. Yeah, so that's why I was like, okay, I played through it. I I got my fix. I enjoyed it. I don't need to keep just grinding away and doing the exact same thing with every character. Yeah, but But, definitely worth it, huh? I mean, I'd say it came out brand new for $40. So I'd say if it gets down to the 20 or 10 mark for like under 10 for sure. All right. 20 if you like beat beat them ups. Hmm. no, I'll I'm not 10. selling anybody. I'm not selling uh, anybody. That's okay. I'll wait for 10, maybe even five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe it'll be free one of these months. Who knows? I'm just saying there's a bunch of like cash grab rehashes that are out there, and this is actually a good game underneath that. Okay, that's cool. So let's just keep it going. Let's go to number three on the list. Sir Slap. what do you got at number three? Number three. Coming in at number three, Returnal. Oh, all right. That's right. You did play that. Yeah, Returnal. Fuck it. Game is so good, but I just suck at it. I, I, I heard I it was really hard. It when it's on sale. Yeah, I do want to finish it, but maybe it'll be his best game next year too. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> maybe. I don't know. Pretty close, I think. But yeah, I'd have to get back into it. I have to. Well, 
you do start from the beginning every time, so what's the big deal? <laughs> it's a roguelike. It's fucking bullet hell. It's fun. It's just a good time if you're into any of that shit. I haven't seen too terribly much about it. It looked interesting to me, but I just never got around to it. Is it? I heard it was very difficult. Yeah, it is. Like, not a big learning curve for that one. No. if it, It's like, you ever play Bullet Hell, where it's just like, they just, the enemies just spawn, like, spam fucking bullets at you. You just have to find the pattern, jump over it, dodge this time, you know, that type of shit. Sure, sure. And no it's roguelike. Yeah. And it's roguelike, so every time you play it, you never know if you're going to get the fucking good weapon you want. Yeah. If it's going to be that level you want, you know. Which makes it fun, which makes it more replayable, you know. But I get it. it. It does. I don't know. I don't love those type of games because I feel like my success is completely left up to chance at that point. It pretty much is. Yeah, that's why I, <laughs> like, it doesn't matter how good you can get at it. If you're having a fucking killer run, you're having a killer run or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like mm. that with any roguelike. Yeah. Even, even Binding true. of Isaac. And if you wanted to, I'm sure you could just learn all the patterns and yeah. beat it with the shittiest weapons, but... I'm not that good anymore, if I ever was. I love the idea that that game exists, and that's a possibility that you could spend your time like, basically doing infinite runs that are all different and failing, and some. I'm sure in some you're going to just get a total shit draw and you're going to get your ass kicked, and some you're just going to be way overpowered because you got like a perfect gun or whatever. Exactly, yeah. I I don't have the time, man, to... To get good at every single possible scenario. No, exactly. That's why you kind of let it go after a while. I'm like, fuck, I couldn't. I tried this so many times to beat this one part. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, I get it. Sometimes you got to walk away. Maybe when I come back. Oh, it's so difficult, though. It is. It's really hard. That, last time I played it was July. The last trophy I got. So. All right. I don't know, man. But yeah, fucking check it out if you haven't. I think it was free. So. I Yeah, it was free at one point with the PlayStation. It still might be plus thing yeah it might be the the premium or whatever the second yeah, highest tier is the P- yeah. playstation premium plus yeah pod x plus alpha you got it x plus alpha yes absolutely but yeah that's it man fucking returnal at number three for me there you go check out returnal how about you dr scientist what's your number three hole <laughs> <laughs> uh, i realized how that sounded as i was saying it it was good though good. yeah yeah uh, another game you'll remember Doki Doki Literature Club. Oh, motherfucker. I want to play. It's free on Steam. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I really want to uh, play it. Oh, it's so good. It's a dating sim game. Bullshit. It's a psychological horror. It's a dating sim game. <laughs> a dating sim game. Tell yeah. us more. You play as a guy and you go up to you go to school and everybody has to pick a club, but you get there late and the only club that's left is the literature club and it's just three girls. Maybe four? Four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's kind of like plays as a dating sim game and you go through and then they throw it this gets wacky they throw, they throw this twist at you oh and then it, it's really good yeah like watch watch the the like, you, teaser trailer or whatever yeah and you gotta you gotta play it without looking at anything first yeah don't look into it just watch that teaser yeah. trailer and then read what categories it falls under under steam <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense you're like what psychological horror how but yeah but yeah it's it definitely doesn't end up at a place where you think it's going to be. It's really good. Okay. Uh, the ending is even... It throws a lot of twists your is way. Is mul- multiple endings? Yeah. Uh, sort of, yes. But they're all just wacky shit. Yep. Oh, man. That sounds right down my alley. You, it'll be interesting for you to play if you actually do. And 
Papa Scotch doesn't use a guide for it. You gotta go into it blind. Are you telling me there's a way I can get a platinum in less than 20 minutes on it? No. Oh. No, he's saying go into it blind. Yeah, so you don't know what you're going into. And then we'll have a good talk about it one of these days after you're like, oh my god, I can't believe this is a dating sim. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it sounds risky, but okay. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, it, you'll end up in a spot where you don't think you were. Especially when you're trying to figure out which woman you want to romance. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. Well, that was what? Doki Doki Literature Club. Literature Club. I got there. Yeah, man. Check it out. A lot of right. everyone who's played it says it's awesome. So I'll give All it right. a go. I know three people who played it. <laughs> everyone you know who's played it. Yeah. It's 100%. Yeah, really. All right. So then for my number three game of 2022 that I played. Uh, this was one that was Groundhog Day with Firearms, Deathloop. Oh, oh shit. I downloaded that and never played it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was going to be dumb. I was kind of like, how are they going to make this stupid gimmick work? And they do. The The point of the game is that there are these seven people who are basically in control of the world that make it keep resetting every day. And... You have to get all of them together at one party and kill them all at the same time to break the loop. So the things you do during, like you have four different maps, four boards, and you have them like in the morning, afternoon, evening, and night. So eight, wait, 16. (laughs) So a game will consist of, like if you play one in the morning, that's the morning session. Then you get to play a different one, or you can play the same one in the afternoon versus evening night. So you get four rounds through these maps to complete your day. Okay. And depending on what you do, you can also put points into saving guns so that they don't erase every day. Right. So you have your store of guns and stuff. So it's kind of uh, like roguelike. Sort of. Kind of, in in ways. But I, I thought the way that they did it to do the Groundhog Day-esque stuff was interesting enough. Like, there's one where in the morning you have to go in and set this thing up, and then later in the day you go in and the safe has been unlocked because you set something up like that. Like, stuff like that that uh, takes place okay. over there to get codes. And, like, you have to go through and basically play through the entire day a bunch of times to set everything up properly or to learn certain things so that you can go back and do it correctly. Basically, if you knew everything you had to do, you could beat it in one run. It's like Sexy Brutal if you ever played that. Of course I did. It's exactly the same. I think they stole a lot of stuff from Sexy Brutal. <laughs> Probably. What the fuck are you guys talking about? I have no idea what he's talking about, by the way. <laughs> okay. I said it with confidence. I thought so. for a second there, I was fucking like... Whew. No, he could have been making up a game. I think he did. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> I know. I'm not going to look it up. I'm, I'm going to sit in that, that mystery. That's just going to mess up my fucking algorithm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't have that. Uh, but I would I I'm gonna go with a suggested play like for anybody because it's it's weird and it's different and it's fun enough. It's on my radar. I'm just waiting for it to go on sale for like ten bucks. It's free if you have. Oh, you need a PS5. That you can buy them anywhere now. Like the the what's his oh, name? Oh yeah, Spencer. <laughs> I think he knows. <laughs> yeah, I think now it's a, a matter of principle. Yeah. I really don't need it. He's going to wait for someone to just gift him one. That or be until bad. like there's something that comes out that you absolutely need to play on it. Like Until Papa Scotch accidentally buys a third one. <laughs> like Papa Scotch like, hey, is do you number want it? one game of the year. Shut up. Let's go to <laughs> our <laughs> number two games. Actually, you know what? Before we get into number two, let's take a little pause. Okay. And let's let's talk about the games we didn't like. Games we didn't like. Man. I, I'll start it off. There's two games that... I didn't hate. I didn't think they were terrible. 
I didn't think they were a ma- waste of my time, but they were very disappointing. Okay. Uh, yeah. First I got, one. I got one. Okay, you want to go first? No, go no, go ahead. No, you you start it. Use your idea. All right, fine. The first one I'm going to talk about is the game I mentioned that I finished last week, Callisto Protocol. Mm. Uh, not a terrible game. Certainly not the worst game I ever played. Space horror is always fun, but it was supremely disappointing. I, I thought it would be a lot better than it was. It Like, the last 30% of that game, I was just rushing to get it done because I just wanted it over with. Uh, uh, that's a bummer. That's how you can tell it's a good game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess the reviews are very split over it, and I think it's basically about... It's split because half of the people played Dead Space and loved it and wanted this to be the next step in Dead Space, and then half the people never played that and were like, oh, no, it's a fun game by itself. It certainly is not worth $70. That's fucking insane for that game. <laughs> what was the time uh, total? I think I put it down in like 13 hours. Oh, damn. Man. Like, you can replay it. Like, there's ways to replay it. You can do New Game Plus, but I was so fucking done with it. Man, by if the you were time done I with it by the time in 13, you're too used to those jumping taco games. <laughs> no, I just was, I was mad because it wasn't anywhere near what I expected it to be. And because, like, it just wasn't fucking fun. Yeah, okay. Like, the combat wasn't great. You'd be, you'd just be using the same game, the gu- same guns over and over. You had the same tactics over and over. There was, like, three different types of enemies. That's it. And then the ways you could bypass enemies is by sneaking around them. I'm like, bitch, I have, I am in space with super weapons. You think I'm sneaking around these things? Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> So that was very disappointing, and another one I thought was very disappointing, which I was kind of looking forward to, but should have known better, Back for Blood. I expected yeah. a lot more <laughs> I knew from it. that game. That was on you. Yeah. You were warned. It was on me. I, I was. I thought that it would at least be a fun experience playing through the campaign, and it, I mean, it was fine. It was fine, but it would have been so much of a better experience with friends, but I don't have any. Yeah. I and I, I think they tried to just do the exact same thing as Left 4 Dead, and it's like, it's just you lost the magic, man. That was lightning in a bottle stuff. Yeah, might as well play Left 4 Dead if you wanted to play that. <laughs> yeah, so those were my two very disappointing games. Uh, what do you got, Chump Slap? I can't believe you didn't say anything about the Stadia. <laughs> it wasn't even because I didn't year. play it this year, bro, and I got my money back. <laughs> <Yeah>. What's up? <laughs> They did. They sent me $135 to reimburse me for the Founders Edition I bought. No. shit. Not the fucking two years of Google Pro or whatever I was paying for. They didn't reimburse any of that. (laughs) All right. Well, I played a little game called Mortal Shell. I don't know if you guys ever saw this one. It's supposed to be like a... No. Yeah. Eh, I just couldn't get into it, man. It's supposed to be like... uh, Demon Souls or something like a Souls like. Oh, okay. But you like find bot like a body and then you you're you're just like a soul or something and you can take over that body and you can play as like there's three different bodies of, I, I guess. I only ever found the one, and I couldn't get past the the beginning because either I'm too stupid or I just didn't care enough to try hard enough. So that's why I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> So you just didn't like it? It didn't jive with you? Or were you expecting something it didn't happen? I don't know. When you hear Souls, like, it's like hit or miss, you know? It could just be, like, a hard game, and you just don't feel it, which mm-hmm. was this. Or, yeah, I don't know. The atmosphere wasn't there. I didn't really care. So, and maybe I just wasn't in the mood at the time. Maybe I'll try it again one day. 
I'll fucking think it rocks, but for this year, give it a hard meh. <laughs> hard meh. Okay. Mortal Shell, you said it was? Yeah. I don't want to shit on it, but I mean, yeah, I wasn't feeling it. Anybody got any other ones? I got one. Oh, yeah? It's kind of representative of all the games I don't like. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, it's a first person shooter. Because I I usually don't even play those. <laughs> I uh I started I started a lot of games and then quit within five minutes because I figure out I don't like them. Right. But this one I played for a little bit longer than five minutes. Mm-hmm. It was called Carbocalypse. <laughs> Carpocalypse. Card. I mean, oh. Oh. And I was like, it, it was like based Sounds around awesome. a Pokemon type game. Like a deck builder. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And uh it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. The first you get there, the first day you're a kid. You play a kid in a wheelchair who plays, and you go around in the school and you play other people, and you start with the first day with like this mediocre deck, and you can like beat other kids and stuff. Not that bad. And sometimes you have to get lucky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you go through the first day, and then at the end of the first day, you lose your deck, and you have to start the second day with all these shitty cards. Oh, and you <sighs> have to beat other people to get better cards, or you can trade for them. And then once I had to start doing that, and I couldn't like. The people just had better shit than I did and kept beating me. Yeah, so you couldn't even play with the normal deck. You had to yeah. play with the shit deck. Yeah, and then I was like, I right, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> was it like online only? No, no, it was just a regular game. Like a, I don't know, yeah, kind of, I don't just know. A card card battle. Yeah, you walk around and battle people. It was a card, card builder type like game. Like that magic game, yeah. Chandelure. Yeah, sort of like that. But you're in a school. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I mean, it sounds like it, it would be fun for someone deck building but but it was it was good until i lost all the decent cards i had and then i had to start over yeah it's that classic game thing where they're like yeah you get to try it out learn the mechanics with this way yeah now start from scratch that's dumb i just find it more difficult these days to play games where it's like we're gonna kick your dick over and over until you get good at this yeah so i hear you and there's some games like that you're just like Fuck. you can't let you can't get away you have to you have yeah to play that's them. what i mean like most yeah. of the games i start are just it's either the combat's bad and i don't like it right that's the big major turn off or it gets to a point like early on where i get frustrated like i don't want to learn how yeah. to dodge this way yeah you're like oh this is frustrating me already and i just started yeah yeah a lot of people say that with like sekiro when they're like oh, i didn't know it was mostly parries and shit so. yeah but I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's like a dozen games on my list that are exactly like that, but I just didn't feel like looking up the names for all of them. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. There it is. Well, so those are our disappointed games of 2022. I don't think I played anything that I really hated. No, I had to really dig for that one. <laughs> I just don't remember yeah. them. I wasn't keeping track of them. Well, see, you're like a normal, healthy human being, Dr. Scientist, where you're like, okay, I've tried this for a little bit. I know I'm going to hate it, so I'm not going to play it. <laughs> that's the healthy way to do this yeah yeah i'm uh, like well trophies i'm just gonna keep playing and then it's trash yeah that's it's weird what you do to yourself sometimes <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta be healthier when your attitude toward yourself yeah you deserve better there you I go gotta re- if i don't respect my time <laughs> how is anybody else gonna respect yeah. how do you how do you expect the people who make jumping hot dogs to respect your time yeah if you're buying that shit. i just keep buying it and the people like make better games like why we're selling a bunch of them to this asshole yeah there's a bunch of clowns buying that shit <laughs> bunch of fucking clowns <laughs> um they did help me get over four thousand trophies this year so i can't really that is insane. disgusting i know it's super sexy right that's what you said right that it was <laughs> <laughs> 4,068 trophies I earned this year. Well, let's not talk about that now. Like, it did okay. get, help him get a wife. 
<laughs> He's got That's a point what there. Did it. Anyway, yeah. all right, let's move on with the countdown. We're going to go back to uh, Sir Chump Slap there with your number two game that you played in 2022. Rolling in at number two. Number two. God of War. <laughs> Ragnarok. Wow. That's good. That's played it late enough that it's going to roll into next year. No, I won't do it if I did it this year. Yeah, but, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna keep mine on the board for next year because I barely touched it. But what did you like about it? It's fucking God of War. Yeah, was that, dude. what kind of question was that? It's great. Story's amazing. Graphics out of this fucking world. The world's out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nine worlds, isn't it? Yeah, you have access to all of them now. And I just unlocked the the trials world. Mephisto, uh, whatever. Uh, it was Niflheim before, wasn't it? I don't know. I thought it began with an M. It's Muspelheim? Like, something like Methuselah? that. Yeah. Methuselah. Mm. That was it. But, I mean, it's fucking great. I'm playing mostly with the axe this time. I'm like, I think I played with the Blades of Chaos oh. too much. Well, you played with the axe for like the first 75% of the game in the last one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know, but I like it. All three weapons are fucking fun. The story is fun. Characters, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Now, I played the 2018 version. We all played the 2018 version. Right. Uh, and in that, there was an open world, and I really loved exploring it. Do they keep that open world style where you can go to different areas and search around and dick around? Yeah, it's like that. Almost exactly like that. It's. <laughs> I'm not complaining it about is, that. Yeah, it's I truly en- a sequel to that game. It's kind of like at the Metroidvania type shit where you have to, yeah, to unlock get, shit. You can see things you can't reach. Yeah. You're like, oh, how do I unlock that? Oh, I don't know. I'll get something later. And then you have to go back and try it. Oh, okay. You know gotcha. what I mean? Sure, I, sure. Shit that makes it Metroidvania. <gasps> That's why I kept trying to say that open world games were Metroidvanias and you guys called me an asshole. <laughs> well. You are an asshole. You still are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but fucking great game, man. If you liked God of War. If he didn't, fuck you. But check it out. It's fucking awesome. All right. Well, there you go. God of War coming in at number two for Sir Chumpslap. How about you, Dr. Scientist? What do you got for number two? Number two. I got a game from the long, long time ago, which I'm sure you guys still remember. Long, long ago. Uh, it was called Chicken Police. Paint it red. I do remember you talking about this one. I do, too. Yeah, this is fairly recently. No, I think it was the first game I played last year. Was it really? Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. No, I definitely remember Chicken Police being like, what the fuck is this game? Yeah. But it, it's another point and click thing, but you're, it's like a set in a noir world where everybody's half half animal, half human. They got, they got animal heads on human bodies. Right, right. And you're a pair of Chicken Police, and you're trying to solve this case. It's very noir-y. Is it funny? Uh, no. Really? Yeah, it's super it's, serious? It's Noari, yeah. Hmm. It's very dark. Very good. Interesting story again. Right. Okay. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't played it. Yeah, but what are you saying? The story's awesome. Yeah. It's Characters got a nice are, art style. Got it's all black good, and white, right? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. It's got splashes of color. Mm. Oh, like, yeah. But yeah, Chicken Police. Great out. Great song. Great <laughs> album. Great album. <laughs> That's his lock of the week. Yeah, lock of the week. <laughs> That, well, sorry, what kind of game is it? Like a point and click. Point and click, okay. Like maze, sort of. You got to It's it's like inter, uh, interrogating people, trying to figure out where, like, solve the crime. Okay. Yeah, classic noir stuff. Okay. All right. Yeah. There you go. Chicken police. So, bro. chicken police at number two for Doctor Scientist. My number two game. We already mentioned it on here. 
doesn't really need an intro. Horizon Forbidden West was my number two game of this year. Oh, oh what'd you like about it? Yeah, how'd you what, what brought it up to number two for you? I mean, a lot of reasons that you said. I liked the huge map. I liked that you could fly around it towards the end. Like at the end, you could just hop on a robot and fly. Oh, that was sick. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Like seeing the locations that were just overgrown, like it took you to the San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. And you could see like parts of the museum underwater, uh, just seeing how time took over those real historical monuments. Uh, that was one of my favorites. And I think the uh, the arena was the Oakland Coliseum, I think. Oh, I don't know. But there was also that uh, Air Force base you get to where you unlock like the people talking about joining the Air Force. Oh, yeah. When they're watching the, the holograms. Yeah, the holograms. That was very like, like f- fallouty. It made me feel like. It really was because they were talking about recruiting people of the year like 2080 or something like that. Yeah. And then the, whatever this apocalypse event, I don't remember what it was. Uh, no, I mean, I remember. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, I liked the combat. I really liked getting into the arena because the com, like in the arena, there were missions and things you could do where you get your whole weapon stack, and there are ones where they limited to you. And, like, you need to use this these weapons to complete this task. Oh. And it forced you to, like, learn how to actually use each weapon to your best ability. I should have played the arena. <laughs> yeah, you should have checked uh, because you use it and you keep dying, and you're like, this is bullshit. So you go to a YouTube video, and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't even know that weapon could do that. Okay. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah, now you, then it was a lot. And I didn't want to mention that because I wanted to talk about it in my section. Nice. So, but uh, I loved it. I I'm excited to play the DLC. There's a VR version coming out, which apparently has Alloy in it, but it's not her story. So I'm excited to play that. Um, any and it was also the rare open world game where I went through. I put in a shitload of hours into it, and I was still like, "Ooh, what's next? Like, can is there more to do?" Yeah, yeah. Which is a really rare feeling these days. Like, there's overall, plenty to fucking do, man. Plenty to do overall. Top tier game. Loved it. Loved everything about it. Every time I got in one of the battle with one of those big ass robots, even if I had all my armor, all my gun, like everything maxed out, all my bows. I mean, I it was still a challenge, and you still had to do it right, or they just fucking stomp you. Yeah, yeah, you did have to. Nothing learn. was. Yeah, nothing was a cakewalk. So top marks at number two for me with Horizon Forbidden West. So now, guys, yeah. it's time to talk about our number one games of twenty. 22. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. 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 <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know what Chump Slaps is. I have no idea what Dr. Scientist is. Cyberpunk. <laughs> it's probably Cyberpunk. I'll give Cyberpunk a... Uh, what's it called? Honorable mention? Honorable mention. <laughs> you give it an honorable mention? You liked Cyberpunk? I mean, it was... A, if I was in the mood for it, I, it would have been a fine game. There was plenty to do in it. It was open world. It was neat. Every time you were killing someone, you are getting more powerful weapons and he could have just kept swapping them out you know but yeah it was okay i'll give it an honorable mention okay do you guys just want to roll through honorable mentions while we're at it i don't have any honorable mentions right now not that i can think of off the top of my head well i got another one (laughs) yo let's hear it what do you got stray oh stray that was a popular one this summer for a couple weeks yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that's why it gets an honorable mention it gets an honorable mention it was a short game you know you said you should be playing more short games and it was unique. It was fucking fun as shit. The one where you play as a little kitty cat running around. Yeah. I mean, how can't you love that? I remember us discussing it and being, and I believe Dr. Scientist asked, can you knock shit off counters? And you saying, that's all I do. That's, yeah. what, that's the entire game. I just knock shit off of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. 
Stray. All right, I gotta check that one out too. It's on the list. Yeah, it's another free one. I mean, what the yeah, fuck? it's true. It's true. So, uh, for me, my honorable mentions, I got three of them. Oh, okay. Uh, for the first one, I really enjoyed more than I thought I would. I played the Alan Wake remaster. Right, right. Oh yeah. I didn't put it on my top five list just because it, like, the controls and everything were a little bit dated. I think it would have blown me away if I played it when it originally came out. Uh, but I did like, I like the Twin Peaks vibe and the whole town's like just fucking weird. Like everything's just off and it's just weird. Hmm. And uh, if, you, if you like Twin Peaks-esque stuff with that kind of weirdness to it, then yeah, check this one out. Yeah, I might have to check that out. Uh, I also honorable mention, I mean, I've probably talked about this in previous years. I think I did have this on a top five. Chill. But I re- I replayed <laughs> Control and really enjoyed uh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good game. Good game. Good game. That's just a great game. And then I... Also, really liked the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection. <laughs> Whoa, two turtles, <laughs> two turtles games. Wow. Did two not see games. that. And not a single jumping food. Oh, wow. We didn't get the number one yet. I'm telling you, the Cowabunga <laughs> Collection, which has all the classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games from like Game Boy to NES to the arcade versions of them, uh, the packaging, like the way it's packaged together as a collection. You can play the games. You can do a little bit like a rewind 10 seconds feature. You can pause. You can create save states, which is all stuff like ROMs could do previously. Mm -hmm. But they also had a really neat section where you can click on and see like the map of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1. And you could see the whole like underwater bomb defusal area. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like having the original manual with it, which I thought was really neat to include. Good honorable mention. It, it was a great collection, and if you're into those games, absolutely it's worth the money. Um, if you don't give a shit about classic Turtles games, then yeah, it's not for you. Fair. <laughs> why, why, why would you buy it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then one that came to mind, too, uh, Roller Dome. I thought that was... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It oh, was fun when that. I played it, and I really enjoyed it, but it just it got to the point where it'd be too grindy to get any Platinums out of it, so I was like, eh. <laughs> uh, I couldn't get a Platinum, so I, it wasn't good. Yeah. Got to milk it for all the platinums it's worth. I went through the story, and I enjoyed it, and I had fun. And then, you know, you get to the point where you're like, do I want to replay the story? Do I want to try to grind out some of these challenges? And the reward just wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And you had to grind out every damn challenge to complete the game. And I'm like, it reminded me a lot of like Tony Hawk 1, where you get through it, and you beat it. And it's like, well, now do you want to go back and get all the skate pieces? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you want to get all the VHS tapes? You could do that. And I was like, eh, I'll move on to something else. Right. Fair enough. But I'm interested to see what they could do with another roller dome that has like real money behind it. Because it was a very cheap game. Right. So those are my honorable mentions. Dr. Scientist doesn't have any. I was not prepared for honorable mentions. Yeah, it was a last minute thing. <laughs> all right. So then you want to get to it? You want to get to number one? Yeah, do that. Let's do it. Okay. What do you got, Chump Slap? Intro us with the, those great voiceovers you've been doing all episode. Rolling in at number one with Ro- the one platinum I got this year. Oh man, I have oh, no shit. idea what it is. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Elden Ring. Oh, of course shit. it was Elden of Ring. Of course it was. That was this He's year. Been there for ninety-five years. It was three hundred and fourteen hours of my. 614 total hours this year. <laughs> Holy buckets. Fucking A, man. Talk about an amazing game. 314 hours. 314 hours. Three playthroughs. <laughs> Fucking awesome game, dude. I just... I. 
It's one of those games where I felt like a little fucking kid. Like, I wanted to play it all the time. I'd go to work. Think about it at work. Be, be like, oh, what am I going to do when I get home? Am I going to try this? Am I going to go fight that boss? It's the game where you're trying to go to sleep, too, and you're like, all right, I just want to see what's over there. Yeah. It's just a little more. Maybe, oh, shit, I just unlocked the dungeon. I got to run that. Yeah. It yeah, was... I just, I chase that feeling every time I play video games. Yeah, me too. And it just fucking, it hit the fucking bullseye. It was so good. I, I plan on playing it sometime. Oh, yeah, you'll love it. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. But, jeez. I don't know, man. If you ever played a Souls game and you just wanted it to be an open world crazy game that had so much to do, I don't know. It was fucking glorious. I don't know much about it. Does it have like a humor to it? Does it have its own Oh, well, kind of like a like, Fallout type situation? You know what I mean? Like with Fallout has the Fallout humor that's always thrown in. Is there yeah, some kind of no. vibe to it? It's Yeah, it's got its own vibe. It's It's all serious. It's pretty much... I don't know how to explain it, but if you ever played a Souls game, you'd know. It's, <laughs> it's this world. They tell you nothing. You just figure it out with like descriptions of items and what the people say. Mm-hmm. It's got characters that have a little personality, like a humorous thing to them or this and that, but it's full of characters, insane amount of enemies, and all the areas were different. It was... I don't know, man. It's fucking wild. Is there like an overreaching goal to it? Like a Mario save the princess situation? Or are you just kind of... Yeah, you're just trying to become the, the lord. Okay. Trying lord, to get the rings. Lord and, Cinder. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That was dark, dark, trying to be top story. dog, basically. Yeah. You walking into this world and you're like, oh, you're tarnished. You're fucking a dead body. And now you're just... You have a goal to become a lord. You're killing fucking lords, gods of this whole area. Yeah, it's just become top dog. Nice. It's really fun, too. It was a pretty popular game. A lot of people I talked to that played it loved it. Yeah, man. I don't know. I can't imagine Papa Scotch ever playing it. I know. I'd love to see him try it, though. Well, that's what I thought about Skyrim, and I ended up loving that. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be like when Sloppy Pickle played Dark Souls for the first time, and he killed... He tried... Oh, yeah. He accidentally hit the guy at the bonfire. And yeah, and he, he couldn't never play. use it again. <laughs> you just couldn't play it anymore? Like, you're just done? No, because he wasn't powerful enough to beat the guy, and every time he went there, the guy was aggro. So he'd just fucking kill him every time. <laughs> oh, that's great. But, yeah, it's a great game, man. If you know, right. you know. Elden Ring. I think with that, I don't think any of our number ones are going to be the same game. But uh, I'm sure they won't be. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Dr. Scientist? What do you got for your number one game of 2022? I don't know. I'll, I'll pretend like you remember. Maybe, no. The only one you remember is Chicken Please. Uh, my number one game was... Oh, stop. Disco Elysium. I played that like two years ago. Was it? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember him talking about that. Yeah, right? That one sounded like a good game. It is. It's a great game. Did All you right. play it? Uh, no, it's called uh, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. No. I remember you talking about it. It's... It's kind of like a RTS real real time strategy. It's got a point, not really. It's it's also a visual novel type story. You're just playing. You play as the thirteen people, the thirteen Sentinels. Sure. And uh, each of them has something different going on with them. Like one guy's living through like a Groundhog Day thing, where he gets on a train and the train crashes, and he's got to try and figure out what's wrong. And that's then, more like source code. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And uh, you're right. And another like. One is a guy from the 1950s gets stuck in 2005, and another one is I do remember you talking. And a, another yeah, one is yeah. someone from the future ending up in the past, 
And then there's there's like a, a, a girl who has to go around knocking out the other Sentinels. And it's cut in with this that we control like mechs at a time to try and fight off robots and stuff. And then it was it's lo- it's really sci-fi and kind of hard to explain, but it was a great story going along with it. Really, if you like sci-fi, you'll love that. Okay. Trying to figure out how all these combine and the time, trying to figure out how the times all link together. Right. Because some people remember other people from different, like different as other people, not the person that they are. Because they met them in the future. It's damn good story. Yeah. That's what it is. You're very story heavy. Well, what's it going to make it? What's what's going to make a game stand out? Yeah, true. I'm just looking this up right now. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Did you play it on Switch? Do you have a Switch? No, I played it on PlayStation. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's on PlayStation too. <laughs> I I love how I look it up in Google and and the first thing is is Thirteen Sentinels a good game? <laughs> <laughs> and it says it's one of the most unique gaming experiences of recent years. Oh wow! And a very stunning story. It's that a it's it's a lot. It's a graphic novel kind of story where you control. There's not really much that can go wrong. Like you just control the person until you figure out what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then that their part of the story ends, and you can pick one of the other ones to go to. You can't do them all independently. You have to do pass like certain points in other stories to get to other ones. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's still neat. Just like 13 different stories and how they interact. Yeah. Cool. So is it like a, a Rashomon thing where it's one huge event and you're seeing it from 13 perspectives? Or is just the story moving forward and you just jump in? It's more like 13 stories that end up coming together at the end. Oh. All right. Well, so that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, most of his games do. <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess it's my turn to talk about my number one pick that someone almost already ruined. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't even remember what he said. Uh, I know my, what it is. My number one pick for 2022, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, it's great. If I would have played it, it would have been mine. Fucking knew it. It was the opposite of Callisto Protocol. In- <laughs> <laughs> you expected nothing from yeah. it. I expect, I mean, I knew what Ratchet and Clank was about. We talked about, I think, two of the games. Um, I had an idea, you know what I mean? I, I, didn't, I wasn't going in completely blind, but then I started playing it, and I'm like, this is fucking, it's balanced. All the weapons they give me have their own pros and cons. Uh, they're all like super sci-fi awesomeness. Mm-hmm. Like, this gun just shoots lightning in every direction. It's like the version of a shotgun. I'm like, this is fucking sick. And it sounds <laughs> awesome. The sound was amazing. Uh, the story was pretty great with Ratchet and Clank. Uh, basically going through rifts into time and meeting an alternate universe, Ratchet. Yeah. And, well, yes, an alternate universe, Crank, as well. Clank, not Crank. <laughs> uh, but it was beautiful. It was absolutely gorgeous. It was, like, the first game I played on PS5 where I'm like, holy fuck, this is what this system can actually do. <laughs> was it the whole, like, not loading in between jumping rifts and shit? Yeah, like, no loading in between jump. Like, there was still an animation, like, if you went to a different planet, it would, like, pop you out to the to space, and then you had to pick where you went to go, and I'm sure it was doing some magic behind the scenes there. Right, right. But it really was, like... The boss fights, which don't usually get too much credit, but one of the final boss fights, you're basically like sliding down a rail, you're jumping into other universe rifts, and then you're in a whole different world. Yeah, and it and just the way it like melded together and molded like that, it was really really impressive, and it was fucking fun. It was a lot of fun to play. Yeah, that might be my next game. We'll see next year. I say give it a shot. Like it's it's fun. It was way better than I thought it would it's be. It's just I thought sad it'd be like, you didn't play the first seven Ratchet and Clanks. <laughs> first seven, 
Oh, Jesus. Well, they're there if I want them. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But are they going to be as good as the brand new one? You know, probably. So, yeah, that's my number one. Uh, Before we wrap this up with a little special surprise, do you guys have any games you're really looking forward to in 2023? (laughs) I don't even know anything that's coming out. Yeah, I can't even think of one. Throw some ideas of what's coming out. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, obviously NHL 24. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. No Call of Duty this year. No. Well, I, I still think that's horseshit. I still think they're going to do they're it. They're going to do something. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be some kind of... My hope is that they actually make a zombies game that's just zombies. Which very well might be. That'd be so sick. Because that would be an excuse to be like, oh, it's no Call of Duty. It's, it's not Call of Duty, you see. <laughs> a big game that's coming out for Spoken, which no. I don't know too terribly much about. I don't know anything about I didn't even hear of it. Uh, the Dead Space remake, obviously. Yeah, but I played that already. Just a remake, yeah. Uh, another ver- Oh my god, another Destiny 2 expansion called Lightfall is coming out at the end of February, guys. Fuck, come on. Just pop out Destiny 3 so I can jump back in again. It's uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is a big one that's coming out. Oh yeah, I'll the, play that. Yeah. I kn- the Hogwarts Legacy, guys. You can be your own fucking hardworks child. Yeah. This might be the year of catching up on shit. I mean, this first six months. I'm, I'm look sure there's strong. a game I want to play somewhere along the line, but if it's not on sale when it comes out, I probably won't buy it. I'm looking at a huge list and just picking what I think, like I've heard of before. Like we've got Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, mm. is coming out in May. Dead Island Two is in April. The Maybe. Resident Evil Four remake is coming out in March. And then there's a billion games that are like supposedly coming, like Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yeah, that new version is supposed to be coming. That'll out. get delayed. Well, I guess. <laughs> Dead Island 2 is the most exciting one on, at least yeah. for me. There's a bunch of indie games that'll be out that I'll probably play. Yeah, I'm sure there's some good shit coming out there. But uh, Spider-Man 2, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, so not Miles Morales, the sequel to the first Spider-Man game. That's interesting. So I'm sure that's probably going to be good. They always are. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of interesting games. Like uh, We talked about a bunch coming out, like Robocop Rogue City. There's a new Alien game. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be stuff in here that's good, but there's nothing I'm like yeah, chomping nothing at the cre- pit. Yeah, exactly. But I'm sure stuff will surprise us. Maybe an Elden Ring expansion. We'll see. Maybe. All right, so now that we've gone over all of our top five of this year, we're going to do something a little special for the fans out here. Oh, yeah. you know who you are. You listen to this shit. If you're still listening. <laughs> uh, what we're going to do is we're, every year, I don't know if you guys have noticed, if you're just new to the podcast, every year we change our bits at the end of the episode. Uh, we went through Chump Slap's recommendation corner mm-hmm. where we asked him to recommend whatever came to my head and usually was stuff that was just sitting around my room. <laughs> Favorite Canadian whiskey. <laughs> yeah, we did... Uh, Shut up. We did uh, <laughs> Jump Slap. Uh, what were the other ones? We did Who Would Win the Fight, obviously. We did... Fuck, Mary Kill. Yeah. Oh, the Fuck, Mary Kill ones, yeah. There's another one in there somewhere. There's a third one. We're, we're just completely blanking on the thing we did for a fucking you year. You fans know what it was. <laughs> the real fans know. Who Would Win in a Fight, Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> the favorite, your favorite thing was the first one. I don't remember. Anything. I don't remember at all. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. There's no way we can't. That's can't. all right. Who cares? No, I can't be hanging like this. What would, oh, we would, also... would you rather? No. Was that? I think it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> How unmemorable was that? that <laughs> yeah. If it was. It was Chump Slaps Would You Rather. <laughs> and we would throw three Would You Rather questions at you. <laughs> that took us way too long. Uh, then we had Scientist. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Gambling pick. His wrestling finisher of the week. His 90s album. 
Tom Hanks movie. Tom Hanks. Tom movie, Hanks yeah. movie. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. I saw the Tom Hanks thing. <laughs> How was it? It was fucking wild, dude. <laughs> it was uh like a 4D experience, as they called it. Oh, okay. Well, they misted you and shit. Wind flying. They misted you. Your 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 chair rumbled when a tank drove by. Uh, they had like things pop out in front of the screen to like like a watchtower and stuff to make yeah. it look more. Like more but basically, they went over like World War II in 40 minutes. Yeah, narrated by Tom Hanks. Yeah, narrated by Tom Hanks. It was pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, if I'm ever there, I'd fucking watch it. Yeah, yeah it's only at the World War II Museum in New Orleans. That's the only place you can go see. <laughs> so it's uh, still there for a while, I guess. Cool. But uh, all right. So then this year with Chump Slap, we're basically, we're not basically, we are stealing a bit from the video game series You Don't Know Jack. You Don't Know Jack. And the game we're playing is Dis or Dat. So <laughs> this is also a practice for Chump Slap. He's never done any of this. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Now, I think what you want to do is I'm going to give you a Dis or Dat question. So mm-hmm. you have to tell me if the words I say to you are either in this version, an R. Kelly song. Okay. Or are <sighs> they a toy at Toys R Us? This is like that Anthony Jesselnik skit where he did a. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, is it a Dane Cook Instagram post or a 16-year-old's Pinterest? Exactly. It's not original. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm stealing these from a, a game. These were all in the game. Don't tell, you don't know, Jack. But so you're going to have to, I'm going to give you one, seven things, and you have to determine if it's R. Kelly or a Toys R Us toy. Now, this is rapid fire, man. Right. Like you, right you got to. Got it. You got to throw it out as fast as possible. And got to write it down. This is the test. I think the best way to do it is write down your options and just be staring at them. Yeah, because you got to remember what the two are. Kelly, toy. Kelly, toy. Okay. T-T. So, Dr. Scientist, count us down. Three, two, one, go. Oh, Jesus. All right, first one. Chocolate Factory. Kelly. Marshmallow Blaster. Toy. <laughs> Water Pop Blaster. Toy. Pl- 12 Play. Kelly. Ew. Rockstar Bounce House. <laughs> I'm going Kelly. <laughs> Double Up. Kelly. Rock and Roll Girls. Kelly. Jesus. Okay, there you go. So now I'm going to tally up the score, and uh, what do you think? How do you think you did here? I think I got two wrong. You think you got two wrong? Yeah. So for, hopefully Dr. Scientist will talk when we do this stuff. <laughs> I, I, I got to tally up these scores. It's taking well, a second. Well, uh, yeah. The, the one I know, the f- fifth one was definitely a toy. Marshmallow Blaster is definitely, it sounded good. Yeah. I said Kelly because I thought it was funny, but. You got to get them right. I'm going here for score, yeah. All right, so your final solution, your final solution, solution. Your final- whoa. whoa, whoa! All right, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got five out of seven correct. Told you, two wrong. I got number five wrong. Chocolate Factory is R. Kelly. Marshmallow Blaster is a toy. Water Pop Blaster is a toy. Twelve Play is an R. Kelly song. <laughs> Number five, Rockstar Bounce House is a toy. I knew it. <laughs> uh, number six, Double Up is R. Kelly. That was when you said, ew, gross. <laughs> and then number seven, Rock and Roll Girls is a toy. It is not an R. Kelly song. Yeah, that was, that last one was tricky, yeah. Yeah, these are going to get very difficult as time goes, well, not as time goes on. I'm going to randomly select one, and I hope <laughs> it's weird and hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I, like, I can dig it. Yeah, it's a good time. But uh, that's what we're going to be doing this year for Chump Slap's bit. Uh, Dr. Scientist, you're still undecided, but you guys can hop over to Reddit and see if you uh, want to give us some ideas. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Supernatural episode of the week. Yeah, that's, that's the best I can come up with. Or... My favorite blank Pokemon. 
Well, oh, there you go. Every week, as always, Chump Slap's going to do his bit. It's going to be the dis or dat. Dr. Scientist is going to come in with something, and we're going to figure out what that something is. Mm-hmm. Fucking nice. It's going to be a lock. You know that much. It's a lock. It's going to be guaranteed amazing, and he's never let us down. That's true. That's for sure. So we'll figure that out. Uh, in the meantime, why don't you guys come back next week, and you can hear our top five games we reviewed for 2022. We're going to be going from top five to number one. We're also going to talk about the worst five games we went over. Oh, you know them. Then we play clips from the episode, and I've, I've seen some emails coming in saying, oh, you guys, this is just a clip show, and you're being super <laughs> lazy, and we are. That's the end yeah. of the year, so this is where we take our Fuck break. you, it's our vacation. <laughs> yeah, we still give you content every goddamn week. What do you want from us? What is your problem? <laughs> well, I don't know who's writing those emails. Me. <laughs> I'm at work and I got to listen to this clip show. Well, let's say, you know, someone finally put it together and they're like, yeah, you know what? This is bullshit. And they wanted to write us an email that was really angry. Where would they send that email to, Sir Chompslap? Send it to plottytime at gmail.com. I'll read it. I'll respond. And... Fuck, I'll probably agree with you. <laughs> Perfect. And where do they get to us faster on the socials, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram or Twitter or stop by the Reddit. We've already talked about it. Say some stuff. <laughs> Say some. I dare you. Go ahead. There's probably some wacky poll up there, too. You can go ahead and vote on. But you can also get to us on YouTube. Like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. Or you can go to our store, PlottyTime.com, which takes you to our totally legitimate, 100% amazing eBay storefront. That being said, as always... <laughs> Shout out to Blaine JJ, shout out to Ham Man, shout out to Drago the Slago, and Louise Guzman. More importantly than all that, don't trust Dr. Scientists, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.